to the Real Estate Scripts Podcast, the show that helps you know what to say when you're talking to buyers and sellers so that you can close more deals and earn more money. I'm Darren Tunstall, a real estate professional, coach, and number one best-selling author. Let's get into this. Before we begin today's episode, I want to clarify some important points. I am a licensed real estate agent and my DRE number is 01853445. It's crucial to note that this podcast operates independently of my affiliation with Keller Williams Realty and any realtor associations. My primary goal with this podcast is to provide you, our listeners, with valuable information, insights, and practical tools. As a reminder, the purpose of scripts and dialogues is to come, learn, practice, and be prepared to fail forward. This is where we make mistakes and help each other out, but we're mostly interested in seeing how we can get better. First, we read through the script word for word, and then we go back and put it into our own natural tone, style, and phrasing. You won't know what to say until you go through the script. So with that said, many people will say, that's not how I sound, and I totally get it. That's not how you sound. But that is the reason why we practice every day so that the script becomes you and in your own voice. So read it word for word first, then go back and put it into your own natural tone, style, and phrasing, and I think it'll work out. Today's script is titled, It is not a good time. We are going to wait. And let me set the stage on that. This scenario involves you talking to a homeowner who is unsure about selling their property due to the market timing concerns. Your goal is to address objections and help the homeowner make an informed decision. Requirements are strong communication skills, market knowledge, effective uh, negotiation skills, and empathy and problem-solving abilities. The intention of this script is to address a homeowner's objections regarding the timing of selling their property and guide them to consider their original motivation and practical challenges ultimately helping them make an informed decision about whether it's the right time to sell. Pretty common objection, especially in a time like right now. You know, right now, as of 2023, October 2023, interest rates are high. Home prices are high. The world, yeah, the world in general is, people are going to war. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff going on, right? You know, so people start to think about all these different things, but what was their original and, you know, uh, reason why they were going to move? And that's what we're going to focus on today. Who wants to start? I can. Sounds good. Let's do it. So am I the uh, seller who is unsure or am I the the agent um, let's have Jamon be the agent first. So you're the seller, yes. And okay. and then we'll reverse the roles. Right. Ready? Hey, uh, hey Brent, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Thank you for asking. Look, I really appreciate your time today. I just had a few things that I wanted to go over with you. Um, I understand that right now you might be concerned about the timing. Can you tell me a little bit more about why you're considering wanting to sell your property? Why you why are you yeah. considering waiting? Why why did you want to wait? Uh yeah, 
I I just personally, you know, I've been watching the uh, mortgage rates daily, and they just continue to go up. Um, and the, I've been hearing a lot of questionable market news. Uh, and I just, I don't know too much about it, but I don't think uh, right now is the time to sell from what I understand. You know, Brent, um, I completely understand that. And, and trust me, you're not by yourself. Uh, I really understand your concern about the timing. Now, there's a lot of homeowners that feel the same way from time to time. But let me ask you another question. What was the initial motivation behind your decision to sell your property when you first contacted me? Kind of go back to that moment right there when you said, I got to sell. What were you thinking? Well, you know, I um, I was thinking I just finished off, uh, finished paying off this house a while ago, and uh, my uh, aunt and uncle just moved to Wichita, and I just wanted to go to Wichita to uh, be closer to them. Amazing, amazing. That you, you have a big heart, Brent. Uh, a lot of people wouldn't want to give up their their dwelling to go move near, near some family. So that's a significant reason to sell. And um, I completely understand. Now, if you're planning to move closer to your family, another question for you. Have you thought about how you make the move without selling your current property? Uh, well, I wouldn't make the move if I wasn't selling the property. I would just wait to move until the markets were better. Until Okay. So, um, so instead of moving, with, just in a scenario, um, if you if you're not thinking about if you're not thinking about selling, you you just wait because here's the thing, Brent. Uh, that's it's, that's a fairly it's a common plan, but have you considered the financial aspect uh, of owning two properties at the same time? There could be benefits and drawbacks to this. But have you considered the benefits? Like it can be quite burdensome to manage two mortgages, but is it realistic or wise for you to take on that financial responsibility? And I know you're yeah. saying that's the that's the reason why you want to wait, right? Yeah, definitely. I think I have too much um, of my equity wrapped up in my home to buy another home without selling my first one. Definitely. Right now, now here's. Here's the thing I want to pose to you. It's important to consider the financial implications, such as you're doing, of owning two properties simultaneously. It definitely could strain your finances. And um, the mortgage rates, like you said, they are they, they're sky high, which is they're creative ways to, to tackle that mortgage. Now, here's what I want to pose to you. There's another option some homeowners consider, and this is renting out their current property. Mm. Now, this will kind of generate some passive income for you. So you're you're not totally like giving up your home. You're still keeping it. And you there's some benefits in that. But if your move is permanent, have you thought about the long-term equity you'd be building in someone else's property instead of your own? Um, you know, I haven't given that much thought. I think that's a valid, that's a valid thing though that I do need to think about. You know, and, and I completely understand your concerns again. Now, now it's my job, Brad, just to help you make the most informed decisions. So that's why we're sitting down today so we can kind of go over all our options and definitely weigh your concerns. 
So let's take a closer look at the current market conditions to see if they align with your goals. If now isn't the right time, then we can discuss strategies to prepare your property and ensure that you get the best value when you're ready. How does that sound to you, Brent? Honestly, I think that that makes sense and I'm definitely open to discussing it further. Awesome. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Well, let's do the right thing. And the, the, the main thing, let's, let's do the right thing and get your home sold. All right. Let's do it. All right. Thanks, Brent. I'll talk to you. Let, let's set an appointment for later. We'll talk later. <laughs> Absolutely, sir. Looking forward to it. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> Jamon forced the script to get back on track. <laughs> and, and the only reason why I say that is because <laughs> the obstacle was, or the objection, the objection really was, you know, I just, I wouldn't move. Yeah. <laughs> And you turned that back around like, well, look, you know, you just got back on this on track with the script, which is good. <laughs> However, I, that would have been a perfect time. So some of these scripts are laid out like this. For example, if, if he comes at you with that, mm -hmm. you know, then obviously the next phrase does not make any sense. Right. That's a, because he's not he's not thinking about buying over there now. He's thinking the market is not getting any better. I'm just not going to move. I'm not going. So where I really liked where you were going was the the rental route. Have you considered renting the house? Because now it doesn't necessarily have to become about the sale of the home. Mm -hmm. It could become because if his true motivation is to be near family and want to move there then with him having his house paid off does he necessarily need to sell that house he has a great opportunity in front of him to maybe pull out some money use it as a down payment if he doesn't already have it in a bank so i mean that's another question that we would have to find out but use that money as a down payment on a home over there use the passive income from the property from this one. And you can help him in that situation, get set up with a property manager who will then do help with the research and things like that. And mm -hmm. can, he can leverage that piece so that he doesn't have to be completely mentally focused on my property. Right. So now mm -hmm. he go, then what you can do is, you can then help him buy in Wichita by referring him to an agent that is going to help him, number one, buy the home that he wants over there so that he can be near his family. And number two, they'll pay you a referral fee once that happens, once that takes place. Mm -hmm. So it's not always about doing the right thing and helping you sell, right? We we want to do that, but at the same time, he's flat out saying, I'm just probably not going to do it. So instead, 
okay, well, let's go back to the main motivation again. I want to be by family. So you go to the, let's talk about that and talk about scenarios. How can I help you? You know, you can refer that to a property manager. I know a property management company, just one at the top of my head, who will um, give you a referral fee for referring them. So you earn, as an agent, you earn a referral fee for referring it to the property manager. And you can also set it up and make a deal with that particular agent should that client ever go to sell that you be the first one in line to sell that property, number one. And then number two, you can also be the referral agent in in the area that they're moving to. So, so when when he when he said that I don't want to sell, I could have just skipped that whole first sentence and just said, "Oh, you don't." Well, let me ask you: What was your initial motivation for even wanting to sell in the first place? For even thinking about it? Yes. And then, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can you can push it a little. You know, let's talk yeah. about what that look looks like. But if he keeps giving resistance then let's look at another way because truly the goal is to help him get to be near his family, which was his original motivation. Right. Exactly. So what does that look like? Do we keep the property until the market does get better? Yeah. How do we help you get to your goal? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Let's reverse it. You ready? Brant? I think so. You know so. I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Um, all right. Uh, hello, Jamon. Um, I appreciate your time today. Uh, I understand that you might have been concerned about the timing. Can you tell me a bit more about why you're considering waiting to sell your property? Hey, Brent. Um, you know, yeah, I, the reason why I'm really, really reconsidering is because. I paid this house off. I really worked hard to pay this house off. I'm looking at the market. Things are looking crazy. And I just, I just, I just don't want to, I don't want, I want to get the best, the best, uh, the best price as possible. And I just don't think now is a good time to, to try to shoot for that. That definitely makes sense. You know, I completely understand your concerns um, about the timing. Many homeowners right now feel that they feel that definitely, especially with everything going on in the market. So I totally understand you. Um, But I just kind of want to ask, what was the initial motivation behind your decision to want to sell your property in the first place? Um, I wanted to get closer to my family. I got a brother and a sister that's in Kansas City. My mom's there. Everybody's pretty much there. So I kind of wanted to get closer to them. Yeah. And I mean, That is a significant reason to sell. And I completely understand. If you're planning on moving closer to your family, have you thought about how you would make that move without selling your current property? Uh, No, um, I haven't. I haven't thought about thought about that, but I'm thinking about buying a house over there. That's that was my that's my initial thought was to try to sell this and then buy a house over there. Yeah. And you know, that, that is a fairly common plan. Have you considered the financial aspect, however, of owning two properties at the same time? Um, It can be quite burdensome as I'm sure you can imagine to uh, manage 
two mortgages. Do you think it's realistic or wise to take on that financial responsibility? Um, I haven't thought about that, but I got some family that's in property management and they can, they definitely already said that they'd be willing to, to help me keep my finances under control, keep all my expenses under control. And so uh, I feel pretty confident about it. Okay, great, great. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it is important to consider the financial implications of either of those situations, um, selling and then buying or owning the two properties simultaneously and the potential strains that it could put on your finances. Another option that some homeowners consider is renting out their current property. Have you considered that? You know, no, I, I haven't thought about that. Can you, can you tell me a little bit more? Yeah. So if your move is, you know, permanent, have you thought about the long-term equity that you'd be building in someone else's property instead of your own? Um, nope. I haven't thought about that, but um, what was the, what was the rental property you were talking about? Yeah. So, I mean, as you were saying, I know that you mentioned before that you, correct me, you have paid off or you're close to paying off. Yeah. It's paid off. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So with choosing potentially not to sell and choosing to rent out your current property, you could use the passive stream of income that comes from that. And I know that you mentioned that you also have family members that are in the property management business, which could be really beneficial for helping out <clears throat> with managing things like that. And if for some reason they can't help you, you know, I'd love to be able to provide you with some recommendations for some quality people that do that as well. Um, but generally, yeah, considering the, that the rent that you could make on the property that you own now could essentially, depending on, you know, what the market looks like and where you're moving to and how much you're thinking of paying over there, you could use the rent from this property to help finance that move, especially if, as you mentioned, you don't have to make any more payments on this house and you can just use it as a passive kind of source of income. Does that sound something does that sound like something that could be of interest to you right i really think you're a real smart dude man that is brilliant that's really brilliant man i think you got a valid point yeah well i, I appreciate that and you know it is my job to help you make the most informed decision and so let's take a closer look at the current market conditions and see if it aligns with your goals you know, if now is the right time to sell, great. And I have found that there is something to be said about when interest rates are so high right now and the market is kind of in a tentative position. There is something to be said about how with so many buyers locked into low rates and rates being so high right now, and then people maybe wanting to hold on to the rates that they currently have and not necessarily wanting to sell. Um, competitive pricing on your home, if you chose to sell it, could create a really beneficial situ situation of competition between buyers. And as I'm sure you know, it's kind of one of the basic laws of finance is that 
competition creates better value and better prices. And so you could end up, even though the market might not on the surface appear to be the best right now, because you would be a limited, you know, a seller at a time of limited supply um, in a market where buyers, you know, it is kind of a buyer's market and they're looking to buy. You could use that leverage to take advantage of being able to get the best price for your home by leveraging that competition. That sounds pretty good. I like yeah. it. And, and, you know, again, we can take a closer look at the market conditions to kind of see if it aligns with your goals. And if it does, great. But, you know, obviously, if now isn't the right time, uh, then we can absolutely discuss strategies, kind of like the renting thing that I was mentioning, but also, you know, strategies to prepare your property to ensure that you do get the best value when you are ready. Does that sound good? Sounds great. It does. It sounds great. Okay, perfect. So let's do the right thing and try and get your home sold and move forward from there. Sounds good, Brent. Look forward to it. Sounds good. Awesome. How'd you feel, Jamon? That was good. You did good. Yes. Like it. You did good. I only have two comments. Okay. <sighs> One is I would really have liked to hear you say that we'll handle the referral on the other end. We'll connect you with an agent to wherever it is that you're moving, unless if it's local. If it's local, then you're going to do it, obviously, right? But okay. if you're referring someone to a, another location that's outside of your area, let me just put it to you this way. You always know someone, no matter where they're going, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's always a realtor you know anywhere and, and and i'll come back to the referral in just a second because there's two more comments that i want to make on that the second thing that i wanted to mention is be careful to not talk people out of the sale so i feel like you had repeated a couple of things there towards the end when you already had him mm. already agreeing to you and sometimes by talking too much, we can just talk ourselves out of it. So when he was already in yes mode, you already had him. And I feel like you, you could just stop, stop there and then be like, okay, well, you know, I'd love to look at the market closer and continue the yep. discussion. Yes. Yes. I get where you're going. And believe me, we always want to talk about what's the benefit or what's best or whatnot, you know, but there comes a time where we also have to just stop and 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 move to the next phase of the process. In this case, it would be you gathering some info, coming back to him in a one-on-one -on -one meeting and with a plan of action. You kind of already have one um, as well, but you have to take it to the to that next phase. Going back to referrals real quick. When you are referring someone, and this is just my two cents, okay? Because I've done a lot of referrals. My two cents is this. When you refer someone who's out of your area and you're looking for an agent to work with, whether you know them or not, okay? There are two things that you must have. And those two things are, one, make sure that they are qualified to close the deal. Because 
I'll explain it. One is close the deal, that they can close the deal. And two, that they're going to pay you. Because here's the thing. If you just look for any and any realtor out there, that just because they have the the name real estate, realtor, real estate agent, you know, at the end of their name, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're good enough to close the deal. You have to find someone that will close the deal. And the reason why is because when number two kicks in, after number one happens, then they can pay you that referral fee. And that comes down to trust and integrity as well. You have to make, and you have to file the right paperwork and all that type of stuff. But all I'm saying is, is number one, close the deal. Number two, pay me my referral fee. And it sounds a little greedy, but it's not. It's just the way that the business works. And all I can say is if you pass it off to the wrong person, they lose trust. Uh, that person doesn't close the deal. And then they lose trust in you to find them another agent because they're probably going to set them up with another Yahoo that can't close the deal again. And then mm -hmm. ultimately you never get paid a referral fee. And that referral fee, depending on where they're going, could be anywhere between say, you know, a thousand bucks up to, you know, $10,000, depending on where they're moving to a, depending on how much home they're buying because a 25% referral fee on a $500,000 property times three and a half percent. Let's see, 500, it's like 15 grand or something like that, times 3.5%. That's 17,500, right? And if you ask for a 25% referral fee times 25%, that's $4,375. $4,375 for making a phone call and spending a few minutes with a client. And if you don't set them up with the right agent and they don't close that deal, you can kiss that money goodbye. Mm. Makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's all. It's always been my rule. Number one, close the deal. Number two, pay me my, my referral fee. Uh, I don't want to make it just about referrals, but in this case, because the buyer is going to a different area you know, because they want to be closer to their family, you're going to help them through that process. So they mm. talk about multiple streams of income inside of real estate. This is one way by, you know, referring people. Anything you guys want to add? That's yeah. good. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. So that's the script. I hope that you found it useful. Just head over to realestatescriptspractice.com for more resources and downloads. This podcast is for the purpose of education only, and it does not make any guarantees. We suggest you seek out the help of your broker, coach, mentor, CPA, or attorney. Brought to you by Darren Tunstall, California DRE number 0185345.